0: It was one of those things that I probably wasn't going to buy for myself, even though I wanted them.
1: I'll be surprised by a package on my doorstep every
2: couple months. And that was the first time she spoke to me. I think that has been the best gift that was ever given to me.
0: It's hard to spend the holidays without the people you love. And I think we're all going to do that this year.
3: And to know that two people that I cared about so much collaborated in cahoots
4: It was like she was speaking to my future
5: self. Hello, and welcome to The Activist. I'm Elise Mason here with Jamie King. Today's episode is a collection of stories from the Flex and Flow community about gifts, memorable gifts that we've received over the years. It's not a shopping episode but you may get a few new ideas for how to make your people feel extra loved this year. Stay with us.
6: Hi, my name is Dee Bolton and I am the co-host of a podcast called Fit Black Queens. And the best Christmas gift I ever received by far has to be a pair of pearl earrings from my mom. It's more the meaning of the pearl earrings than anything. As a little girl, I always thought pearls were for distinguished women and I always wanted a pair of real pearl earrings. I've had many fake over the years, um, but one year after my mom and I had been estranged for several years, hadn't spoken to each other, um, my mom gifted me a pair of real pearl earrings And I actually cherish these earrings. I wear them every single day. Um, I tell people over the years, the one thing that has not changed about me is my pearl earrings. And if you look back, probably every photo from the last six or seven years, I am wearing my pearl earrings that were gifted to me from my mom. So um, I will always cherish these earrings. And they're very, it's a very thoughtful gift of my mom. and so, yeah, that's probably the best Christmas gift that I ever received. Very small, but very meaningful.
7: Hello, my name is Ruby Labruciano Caris. You can find me on Instagram at Ruby Outside and everywhere else with my very long first and last name. Growing up, my... Grandfather, my mom's dad, was the king of good gifts. He worked with kids his whole life, and he just knew really, really well how to have fun, even though he was a bit of a grump or a curmudgeon himself. He was amazing when it came to kids playing card games and picking out puzzles. And when I started to think about the best gift that I I'd ever received. The first thing that came to my mind was one Christmas. I was living in Vermont where I grew up at the time and most Christmases it was super snowy and super cold and this was kind of the first year that global warming made itself very apparent. So it was the first Christmas, first green Christmas that I'd ever had and it also happened to be the year that my grandpa Poppy got us a basketball hoop for Christmas, and (laughs) I'm really bad at sports, but during this particular year, I was playing uh, basketball, sixth grade basketball, and it was the only year that I ever played basketball. I don't think we won a single game, but just the thrill of seeing (laughs) an enormous box, an entire basketball hoop under the tree, was pretty memorable. So that was the first thing that came to my mind. But my grandfather, Poppy, actually passed away a few years ago now, and Christmas definitely hasn't been the same without him. None of the holidays have been. And I was thinking a little bit more about some of the other things that he gave us and some of the other times that we were able to spend together. And the last Christmas that... We ever had together. This was the winter of 2018. I had just moved to Portland a few months prior. It was my first time back in Vermont and my grandfather was dying. He was depressed. He'd been suffering from chronic depression his whole life and he was essentially slowly falling prey to that disease amidst a variety of other ailments, uh, a broken femur that kept him from walking among them. And being bedridden definitely was not helping with his depression at this point. He was almost entirely nonverbal. He would still sort of talk when spoken to, but spent most of his time in pretty immense pain because of the broken femur lying on his back with his eyes closed and his hands kind of clasped over his stomach. And I had just done my first yoga teacher training the summer prior. I've always been pretty interested in bodies and how we can find more peace in our bodies and how we can heal better. And this yoga training was definitely a big piece of that for me. And I was feeling a lot more comfortable with uh, using my practice and my skills to help others find Some ease as well as the mental piece of relaxing and healing from pain. So during this period um, I was spending with my grandfather, he had to straighten out his leg in order to have the femur heal correctly, Um, but straightening out his leg or his knee caused him a lot of pain and and he had this tendency to want to kind of bend his knee, um, drawing it up in towards his hip, uh, which which was what gave him the most immediate gratification, but um, wasn't the right thing for his long-term healing. And we didn't have any in-home nurses or physical therapists at the time. The family just couldn't afford it. But he was clearly in a lot of pain, and my mom was having a lot of trouble convincing him to sort of straighten out his leg. And so during this Christmas my role with him was to spend time by his bedside and essentially walk him through uh, vocal meditations with my hands gently on his leg helping to sort of gently ease the leg into straightness um, as well as giving him some relief from both the mental and physical pain that he was feeling, and while my grandfather was a very loving man um, and very warm in in certain ways, despite being a huge grump, uh, he was not somebody that I was necessarily very physical with, and spending this time with him in this way, with my hand on his leg and uh, being able to experience both this pain and this healing with him was something that was pretty revolutionary for our relationship and was really the last moments that I ever got to spend with him and in such an intimate way and thinking back on it now the best gift that I ever received is far and away the time that I was able to spend with him there the closeness that we were able to get to without really any words other than my descriptions of the sun on your face lying in a meadow or a feeling of looking up at the stars at night just helping him helping him to let go a little bit find a little bit of ease a little bit of lightness and That was really the most special thing that I could have possibly asked for in that time.
5: This next story comes to us from Zoe Grayman, who we also spoke to last week for our episode about rituals. Here, Zoe's sharing a memory of a special gift she's received.
3: So, I have an ex partner of mine got me a a bracelet for, I think it was Christmas one year, or maybe a birthday, I don't remember. But he had it made by a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, who crafted it out of like a copper pipe and then these two pieces of amber that he had found himself and she was a wire wrapper. So she she just made this gorgeous bracelet out of these two pieces of amber. And he chose those pieces of amber because of their specific properties for things that he knew would support me in my own little idiosyncrasies and challenges. And it just was such a beautiful gift because I felt so really seen and loved by the gift. And to know that two people that I cared about so much collaborated in cahoots about it for me was just really so heartwarming. So that's the one that comes to mind in the moment.
4: Hi, my name is Kanoa, and I guess best describe myself as plus-size, body-positive advocate, outdoor adventurer, and you can find me on Instagram at Kanoa Green. I remember a jewelry box that my cousin Raina, she's our, my eldest cousin, gave to me. I was probably six or seven years old, and she made it in wood shop, which that's not even a class that was offered to me growing up. So, but in Hawaii, I guess that's a normal thing, but it was beautiful. And it had little stickers, like unicorn stickers. It had a mirror in it. It's actually probably the only gift that I still have so many, so many years later from when we were little girls, but it's, I just, it has such a soft spot in my heart and I have such a connection to it. It was like she was speaking to my future self. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew I would be as obsessed with unicorns more now than I was when I was seven.
1: Hi, I'm Nick from at yoga by Nick. And I wanted to tell you about my favorite gift that I've ever gotten. And I feel like I've gotten so many, so it's hard it's hard to pick one. And these days, as I get older, I, I'm in this place where my favorite gifts are functional, but also super cute. And I think that the person that really led me down that path is my best friend molly who sends me many gifts and she's just a lovely human for doing that the most giving human ever and i'll be surprised by a package on my doorstep every couple months from her and typically it is either something really like soft or cozy or something that i just never knew i needed and the main thing or the best thing I would say that she ever got me was this jumpsuit. And it's something that I really never knew I needed, especially in Portland and something I maybe five years ago would have been very against, but it's an olive green corduroy, full bodysuit uh, jumpsuit. And it zips all the way up the front, which is, so satisfying because there are no buttons and it's long sleeve and it's probably the warmest jumpsuit I've ever owned in my life because if you don't know me I'm an overall wearing queen like that's my uniform in life so this jumpsuit was just the ultimate game changer because it's so functional for Portland in the winter I don't even need a jacket half the time But it's also really adorable and makes my butt look really good. If you see me around in Portland in the winter, I'm usually wearing that at least twice a week these days. And that's my favorite gift. Functional and cute and makes my butt look good.
2: My name is Brittany Phillips and I am a licensed professional counselor here in Atlanta, Georgia. You guys can find me on social media. My personal page is at Brittany Antoinette. Amazing gift that I received is before I went into private practice, I worked at a community counseling agency. And there was a young girl that I worked with for about three years. And for the first two years, literally of meeting with her every week, she never spoke to me. She obviously had a history of trauma and didn't trust. And so we did play therapy, but she would not speak with me and a lot of weeks. She would not cooperate with me. And on our third year working together, like at the top of that third year, she came into session and I noticed a bracelet that she had on her wrist. And I was like, oh my gosh, what a beautiful bracelet. Did you make that look so pretty? And she took it off and she gave it to me and she said, here, it's for you and that was the first time she spoke to me. And from that day forward, we just started to do more clinical work together. She started to open up and it was just beautiful. I still have that bracelet today. I'm no longer at the agency and don't work with her, but I think that has been the best gift that was ever given to me.
8: Hi, I'm Adina, also known as Dini the Yogini, and I am a co-host on the podcast, Fit Black Queens. And the best gift I ever received is the ability to teach yoga. And that meant so much to me because truly the greatest gift of fitness is priceless, right? So here I am today, three and a half years later, and I'm able to provide the gift I received to others. While it's intangible, the gift of knowing that someone can be touched through fitness, find their own center through yoga has been an amazing, an amazing journey for me. So one of the things that it keeps me humble and at the forefront of my mind is the gift of happiness keeps you sweet. Trials keep you strong. Sorrows keep you human. Life keeps you humble. And success keeps you glowing. So those things are so important to be able to receive a gift and then share the gift with others. And it could be millions of people that you're sharing your gift with. So it's really not just the gift of yourself, but you're sharing your gift and able to touch other lives. So that is the best gift that I have ever received.
5: And now here's Jamie and me with our own stories of our favorite gifts.
0: My friends, thanks Liz and Nick, got me Birkenstocks one year when I was pregnant for my birthday. And that gift, I didn't know it at the time, but it's that's basically what I live in now. And it was one of those things that I probably wasn't going to buy for myself, even though I wanted them because I heard all the hype that they're actually as comfortable as people say. And I have fully embraced the Birkenstocks life. Like I am a Pacific Northwesterner who wears Birkenstocks with socks (laughs) on the regular. (laughs) And I love them and I am so grateful for them. And they, that was when I was pregnant, my son is two and a half and I'm still wearing them. So I feel like the value of the shoe (laughs) is yeah, it it just keeps living. So yeah, that's one gift that I didn't even know that I necessarily like actually wanted them until I had them. And I'm so grateful that they made that happen. Yeah. Birkenstocks are a great gift.
5: I still have the ones that I got when I was pregnant five years ago and I will never let them go. One of my favorite gifts that I've ever gotten actually came from you. So thank you. You made me a video one year when I was pregnant. I didn't get to come home for the holidays because I was about to pop and I wasn't allowed to travel. And I was sad about that. And it was also my first holiday season in Austin. I had just moved there less than a year ago. And I knew a few people, but not the people that you would want to necessarily like spend your holidays with. I didn't have those kinds of relationships yet. And you organized our whole family to make me a video and I'll link to it in the show notes, but it's basically a whole compilation of everyone doing various kinds of flips because (laughs) the reason I couldn't travel was because my daughter was breached and she had to flip. (laughs) So I had to have a procedure to get her to flip later on. So you all helped create the energy for Mac to flip and it was so sweet and it was like all the feel good family energy. So thank you for that. That's way up there in my gifts received pantheon
0: I really loved making that movie for you and I remember thinking like how much your presence was missed and I like had all these feelings about you not being there like just frustrated but sad and and then yeah and then doing that felt like a way to yeah feel really connected and and it was really fun everybody got really into it And yeah, so I'm glad that you enjoyed that. We like really enjoyed making it, and it, it made it feel like you were a little closer than you were because I was, yeah, it's hard to spend the holidays without the people you love. And I think we're all going to do that this year.
5: Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Activist. We publish new conversations about topics related to fitness, health, and community every week. Please subscribe and review wherever you listen. And to join us for live workshops and movement classes, please visit flexandflow.org join.